Life is what you think it is. That's the truth. We become what we think about. So what have you been thinking about? I'm Heath Armstrong. This is Never Stop Peaking. It's depressing like a dimple on your butt. If you behave, you'll get a nickel you can spend on stuff. And in time, you'll get a dime if you impress your boss. So you can buy some more stuff just to numb your thoughts. You've been a space-driven higgity hunk of me since birth. Flying through the universe on a rock called Earth. Composed of stardust with an emotional gut. Why you letting conformity slam you up the butt? You're not one fucks, two fucks, red fucks, blue fucks. You can play duck hunt and wait around for luck. Or you can rent a big truck and drive your vision. Build a palace to the moon your schmuck friends piss their pants Get up and dance, rocket ship that booty Take a chance for your freedom, miggity milk that booby Cause when the fear attacks, it tries to crack What you're thinking, fuck no, you'll never stop peeking Heidi ho Welcome Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Heath Armstrong. Tomorrow is 2-2-2-2-2. And it's a Tuesday, nonetheless. Uh, a day that I've been looking forward to for so fucking long. Um, I've been following twos my whole life. And so this is like a massive day of manifestation. A day of releasing things that no longer serve and implementing things that do. And the day that the hill creature will open the portal. It's going to be a big day, and I, and I hope that you're ready. I hope that you're ready for, for the power that this day is bringing, because the monsters are mad. You know, Outside of our Earth's own volcanoes and earthquakes and tornadoes and tsunamis and wars and wildfires and hurricanes and Walmart supercenters, there are other forces of mass destruction that are lurking on a much larger scale, which is pretty crazy to think about. Asteroids and meteoroids and comets and all the different names, they whiz by our planet every year at alarmingly close distances, including TC4 back in 2012 uh, that came flying by Missing Earth just by 27,000 miles. That's, that's one-eighth the distance between here and the moon. That is fucking wild. It's not very far at all. The Tunguska event in 1908 is still the largest impact event in modern history because we haven't been recording these things for that long. Of course, there have been several magnificent impacts that have ended civilizations as we know it, that have ended life forms as we know it in the past, um, multiple different times. Most recent gigantic one, probably around 11,600 BC in the Younger Dryas, uh, that probably decimated all of the intelligent populations that were around the earth at the time. Um, finding a lot more evidence uncovering the gold with that, with Gobekli Tepe in Turkey, where a civilization has appeared to basically have purposely buried this entire megalithic site around that time, almost like they knew something was coming and they wanted to preserve it so that others could one day uncover it and find it. 
um, so that it wouldn't be destroyed. So as that gets uncovered, this is going to get really interesting. But the Tunguska event in 1908 in Russia, you know, that thing was only about 100 feet probably. And of course, when it hits the atmosphere, it starts to break up. And it's still just completely decimated over 830 square miles of forest in, in, in the area. 830 square miles. Millions and millions of trees. In 2013, there's a meteor that entered Earth's atmosphere also in Russia. Um, I can't remember. It's like Chelyabinsky, something like that. Chelyabinsk. And it hit the atmosphere and basically it creates sort of a, an explosion in the atmosphere, which created a large shock wave equivalent to about 33 of the atomic bomb that was dropped in Hiroshima. 33 times the force of that. That injured thousands of people, mainly from glass breaking out in the places that they own from the shop, um, owned, worked, etc., from the shock wave. It decimated in the atmosphere. There weren't very many physical pieces that actually ended up hitting the earth. But that doesn't matter because when you have a force of energy that explodes, crazy things can happen. But don't squeeze your butt cheeks and get all sweaty yet because I do have some really good news. Your light is winning. The light is winning. Scary forces aren't the only almighty forces that lurk within our universe. What about love? What about guardian angels? What about light force? What about life force? Where does all this positive stuff come from? Where does all this feel-good stuff come from? I am optimistic because we are here right now playing in this world. And just as there are harsh forces existing to cripple and destroy, so too are there light forces existing to birth and nourish and expand. More light, more happiness, more love, more feel-good vibes. Guess what? Your angels are protecting you. So if you gaze at the stars, it may sometimes, or maybe really all the time, it may seem like darkness owns most of the sky, but that's bullshit because light exists everywhere, even in the space where it appears pitch black. There just isn't any matter in that space to reflect the light for you to see. So your guardian angels are the same way. You know, you may only see them when they reflect off objects like your bathroom mirror or your furry pets that you're cuddling or synchronized numbers or that glowing bundle of vegetables on your counter. Angels are within everything. Are they being reflected back to you and are you aware of it? Not only are your guardian angels with you, but they are also turbo boosting your sweet little cheeks with an infinite supply of love and support and protection at all times. But are you paying attention to their messages? What if you slow down and center your awareness? So when I turned 33, I moved into apartment 66. My license plate had a triple six on it. My pup, Sachi, turned three on March 3rd, which is 3.3. 3. 
And the pub across from the apartment that I lived in was called Pub 33. This was the year that I learned to fully trust in the magic and wonders of synchronicity. This year blew my fucking mind open with possibility. I leaned into flow. I played with the universe. I manifested crazy things and situations that were so specific that I could not put the stamp of random on them. I could not put the stamp of coincidence on them. I've talked about some of these stories on this podcast, so you're, you, you could be somewhat aware how fucking crazy it got. But when you notice synchronistic numbers, for instance, 222, my favorite, when you notice these numbers, it's your angels asking you to slow down and center your awareness. By doing so, it becomes easier to weed through all of the bullshit that may be clouding your head. And instead, you get to focus on truth and intent and love in the moment. My partner always says, in silence, we hear. In stillness, we feel. What are your angels asking you to hear and to feel? Now, let me start at the very beginning. So what are your angels or your your ancestor spirits or your spirit animals or the universe? What what are your protectors asking you to hear and to feel? And what have you been seeing? Have you been paying attention to the messages that they've been sending you? Angel numbers indicate something private that you you sort of have to contemplate and navigate using your own intuition. Now I'm going to try to help you generate some ideas with my little list but it's probably somewhat related to what some fucking college kid in his teenage Ninja Turtles undies in college hitting a bong would come up with. (laughs) But this is my guide. This is something that I reflect on. It's something that I channeled through for what numbers mean to me. I'm just going to go through the triple one through triple nine scale here and share a couple things that may help you generate ideas that what you can contemplate when you're seeing certain numbers. Again, the most important thing is just when you see repetitive numbers and you know that the universe is trying to communicate with you in some way, what is the message that wants to come through? Most of the time, it probably has nothing to do with any of the shit that shows up on astrology lists. There's something that you're navigating. What is it? So for triple one, now the ones always represent angels to me. Angels being here, like literally with us, like sitting on your face close, helping you manifest whatever you are currently thinking about. That could be good or bad, so you have to be careful. If you're thinking about something negative when you see ones, you need to go back and reframe your thoughts around it. Because just as much as you have the power to bring good stuff in your life, you can bring negative stuff in by thinking of all the bad stuff. I do it to myself all the time. (laughs) So... This is a good opportunity to slow down and reframe your mind around positive momentum and outcomes. One symbolizes the beginning of all cycles. What about triple two? Triple two to me is like duality and polarity of positives and negatives. 
It's about bringing balance back to your moments, bringing the pol- the polar opposites together. It's also about reuniting with your twin flame. And really a confirmation that you are on the right path. Like this is how I view it myself. I'm like, I see triple twos. I'm like, oh, I'm on the right path. I have everything in balance. This is nice. Triple threes, you know, what are you doubting that you need to work through? Is there a decision that you need to make? What are you struggling with? Pay attention to that and how to move forward with it. Triple four, this is very ancestral. This is your ancestors are with you. So slow down and and sort of pay respects to the journey of those that have been there before you. Four is also in respect to the elements of the earth, fire, earth, air, and water, and the four cardinal directions. So spend some time at your altar or in prayer and, and sort of deep gratitude for those that walk the path before you. Triple five. I always think of fives as like body movement. Love your body. Take some time for self-love practices within your body. Five represents the number of fingers and toes that you have. The five senses, the five stages of, of life. What have you mastered on your journey so far? What do you long to master next in your journey? How can these elements and stages support you in your journey? Blaze on, baby. Triple six. I mean, you could go anywhere with the sixes, right? Paint sigils all over your body and go streaking in the suburbs. <laughs> Contemplate and honor your death and the wondrous meaning that it brings to life. You know, without without death, we would have no purpose. There would be no point to any of these moments. Triple seven commonly looked at as sort of the good luck portal. It's open and it's ready for you to just sort of jam your private party parts in as deep as you possibly can. No, you're universally supported in and you're on a roll. So keep raging, keep going, keep creating. You have so much support. Your angels are with you. Triple eight, you know, infinity. It's the infinity loop, abundance rebirth. It's all about creativity. What are you creating? What wants to be created? And triple nine, just, you know, high vibes, high positivity, good fortune, life force energy. It also represents sort of a cycle of completion in the divine feminine. So the divine feminine energy that you embody is really about are you in tune with your intuition? And then your masculine energy is sort of the logic and realism. But it's not about choosing one or the other. It's about following your intuition first and then checking it with logic and reason to make sure that it's not crazy, crazy, crazy. There should be careful there too because you might determine that it's crazy based on illogical constraints or that's not the right word, illogical um sort of teachings that have been pounded into your your skull and your body since you were a child that aren't actually true. So what are you using to judge the realism of something? You know, life is what you believe it is. 
Life is what you believe it is. And recently I've been struggling really, really hard. And I've been having a lot more negative, like just situations, emotions, and, and, and I'm focusing on it more because they're showing up more and I'm attracting more of it and it's getting harder and harder and there's more pain and more pain. And I'm witnessing all that and I know if I flip that coin, if I flip the script, I can get back to where I've been before, which is all optimism. It's all good stuff. It's all smiles. It's creativity. It's production. It's exploration. It's flow. It's love. It's sitting around fires and holding hands. It's hugging everyone that we know and telling them that we love them. It's being okay with having nothing at all. Life is what you believe it is. If you see an angel number or any other symbol in life, and you also believe that it represents something good, then by the law of attraction, you will attract something good. The more often you attract good things, the better your life becomes. So choose to believe. Choose to believe. Trust. Faith. You are capable of anything. The quote for this episode is Carl Jung. Synchronicity is an ever-present reality for those who have eyes to see. Here are a few ideas for attracting happy and healthy vibes into your life that you can use synchronicity for. So triple numbers in synchronicity. Every time you see a triple number, try slowing down and taking five deep breaths. And just ask yourself, what is this angel or the universe or the gods or nature or my inner self, what is the message that wants to come through? You can use this to build awareness, right? Each time you see your spirit animal, that could be in a dream, it could be in waking life, it could be in books, it could be symbols. Ask yourself, Have I unleashed my wild side today? Use it as a reminder to move your body, to let loose and to release some energy. Jump up and down a hundred times. Do five push-ups. Wiggle your butt cheeks. You are using a sign that shows up in your life as a trigger to do something positive for yourself. Another example, every time you notice a yellow car, Stop what you are doing and recite your goals and your affirmations out loud. Who are you wanting to become in life? Speak it into the present tense. Every time you you notice a yellow car, the universe is saying, hey, go over your goals. The more you build your habit doing this, the more yellow cars are going to show up and the more you're going to be affirming out loud what you are becoming, what you are working towards. Speak it in the present tense. If you hear birds chirping or singing, use it as a trigger to call someone that you love and let them know that you love them. There are so many different ways these tools can be used. Get creative with it. Think about it. How can you play with the signs from the universe to benefit your life? How can you play with the signs of the universe to help benefit other people's lives? 
I hope these examples help you craft your own awesome ideas. Synchronistic numbers and symbols are simply, they're just simply reminders to reconnect with your awareness in your highest path. We become what we think about. So what have you been thinking about? I hope you have a wonderful two, 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 two Tuesday. If you're listening on Monday, that'll be tomorrow. Maybe it is today. Maybe it already happened. Who knows? But I'm sending you lots of lots of love. And yeah, share this podcast or share the post with someone that you think might benefit from it. HeathArmstrong.com forward slash articles will get you to the posts. Also under the podcast tab. Um, RageCreate.com is where I have all the affirmation decks that I write and create, and we've we've been able to sell and build out, and it's been incredible uh, the momentum that that's making in the world. Pure dreams coming true every single day. Thank you for your support, and until next time, peace. There's a place called space and it's got the magic. There's a place called space and it's got the balls. There's a place called space and it's got the passion. There's a place called space where we can smash the walls. There's a place called space where we'll face fuck conformity and the chatter of incompetence is slaughtered at birth. In this place called space, we'll build a factory of smiles that will assemble with our minds and sell to earth.